Osborne from the lender end. Oh. I, I just don't even want to see this. Hurry up. No, what? I'm having a wee. Oh, just you wait till you see this. Why are we watching our... Our terrible past. It, this isn't on there yet, so you can talk about that later. But we will be we will be watching oh, no! our Kelly, you 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 came across great. I hate you so <laughs> You much. come across real great, Cal. Okay, winner. <laughs> There's tons of humility between the both of us. We're like Taoist monks. Um so what's been going on? Um, getting ready to go out with you and dad getting myself together i got my hair dyed yeah kelly is going to be featured in uh season three of ozzy and jack's world detour woot, woot. not changing the title though F whatever <laughs> um <laughs> i'm uh, kelly <laughs> I'm, I'm a special guest it's gonna be ozzy and jack's world detour dot 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 with kelly I'm good with that, as long as you, Laverne and Shirley, it, so my name's bigger than yours, bitch. Oh. I'm fine. <laughs> technically, I'm your boss. So oh, no! Technically, we discussed this. I would not do this show as the executive if you were going to turn around and say that I was your, you were my boss. Well, moving right along. What have, you, what have you been doing, Sharon? I've been doing meetings for Daddy's Tour, because Daddy's Tour starts the end of April. Speaking of tour, so if you're looking to go see my dad play live, which is always a good night out, you'll never be disappointed, go to Aussie.com or LiveNation.com. He's most likely playing a city near you. Di oh. Dive into that real quick, because I'm sure a lot of people who know you from the talk don't realize that you actually manage dad's day-to-day -day as a musician and all that goes into that. Like, what does your average day look like when you're done with the talk? Well, yesterday I got done with the talk, came back here, had a uh, merchandising meeting. And after the merchandising meeting, we had um, an office update with everybody that works in the office. And then and a then scheduling after meeting. That, yes, scheduling meeting. And Oh, uh, well, did you do that on your chalange, mother? Yes, I did, actually. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a meeting with Daddy's agents the day before and so on and so on and it goes on and Daddy's got a lot of work to do. But you're actually like, I know Dad's got agents and all, you know, merchandise, whatever, but you're incredibly hands-on with that. Well, yeah. Mum's his manager. Well, but there are managers and then there's managers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the uh, wife manager, yes, and yeah, have to be, you know, you've got to be involved in all aspects. Do you think um, there's still the climate in the music industry where the music industry very much kind of rips off artists still? Or do you I, think that's kind of just faded away with the... With the it's faded away, Jack. Those days are all gone. And, and you know what? Musicians now are so much more sophisticated and they've all got their own lawyers and they've all got their own accountants. And it's not like the old days where, you know, guys like Dad, they were just so innocent and all they wanted to do was be in a band. And they didn't think about the money that came along. It was, you know, when Dad first started, they were selling millions and their manager was giving them a wage every week. Wow. You know, they didn't get any of the profits. And you said to them, you rip on yourself. And they go... How dare you say that? <laughs> How can you well, just look outside the front of your office? Why? You're in a Rolls Royce and I'm in a Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a platinum disc on the wall to prove it. And they would, you know, finish a tour of America and they'd come home and get a thousand pounds each. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, so we 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 do double duty. That means like two two matinee shows, like six or seven days a week. But I, I, I we'd never seen a thousand dollars ever. I mean, my first record royalty advance was one hundred and five pounds. I'll never forget. And the guy who did it, it was a publishing deal. And the guy, I dread think how much that Essex Music got from us. It's still to this day. And is there nothing that can be done about these deals that occurred? He's got that word impetuity or something. Perpetuity. Perpetuity means for life, and they sign contracts for life. But it is changing. In America, there is no, in publishing, there is no more perpetuity. The most you can sign your publishing for is 35 years. And after 35 years, that contract ends. And does that is that now honoured for contracts that were signed in 1970? No way. It's only from. Um, 81 80, yeah. Yeah, something 81 or something like that I why, can't remember the year why is that it's only just been brought but, in but you, but you know it's, it's wrong with that word in perpetuity or not it's wrong because mm-hmm. I mean we, we come from a Birmingham, all we want to do would be rock and roll people, it's, you know. Do you um, know do, but do you know what it is today? It's like it's evolved into a different thing. It's yeah, but Sharon, but Sharon it's, don't, don't you think when we signed a contract in 1968, they should go, right, it's, it's, from now on, uh, the artist must get the justifiable rules. Well, you would think, but unfortunately, it went to court here in America. People fought it, and it was only from whatever it was, 79 oh, I just, or 81. I just think it's so fucking wrong. Yeah, it is. It's it's horrific, but that's the way it is. The it's like, it's like saying, when you sign this paper, you are legally now getting ripped off for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, too, it's almost like you're signing it because you don't know what you're signing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all you want to do, is, all you want to do, is be a success. Yeah, but now you know. There's it happened to the Beatles way. as well. But the Beatles did exactly the same. Then but, Michael Jackson bought it all. But there's another way of ripping you off, which is streaming. Yeah. You know, and now streaming, and everybody goes, "Oh, you have to stream your music, stream, stream, what, and you get paid. Stream? You get paid all this money. Well, it's not all this money. You have to have literally millions and millions of streams What's to a get stream anything. Show? It's new to me. Oh. Streaming is so. There's can, these apps on your phone, and they basically are like radio stations that are a la carte radio stations. So if you go, hey, you know what? I really like Soundgarden. You type Soundgarden in, and it'll play Soundgarden, but then it'll play every kind of music similar to Soundgarden. So (laughs) it's almost like like the playlists, essentially. You create your own radio station, but it's just like a more advanced playlist. So anyway, what I wanted to say was the record companies all got together... And they own the streaming. Yeah. So it's like they're ripping you off there anyway, and they give you a fraction, a fraction of a penny for every time you're bleeding played. So you literally have to have about 20 million plays before you get any decent money. And and, and decent money is what, $1,000, $2,000? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And all of these people campaigning, streaming must be more streaming, all of this. And it's like, you know, they say, oh, all of these new fucking thinking people saying music should be free. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, that's what's called the industry. Because you, you yeah, but then the record companies still make because they own all the streaming. They've they've all got big, big shares in all these streaming entities that are out there. Well, it's it's funny. It's it, you know what what the record industry did 
with you know iTunes and streaming and all this stuff back in the early 2000s when they just basically went here you guys you guys are smarter you figure it out and then call us when when mm-hmm. you know what you're doing the same thing's happening with TV and and with movies because now you've got no you know people are illegally streaming and downloading all these movies and TV shows and shit like that and so people are the same thing is happening how money is leaving the industry because people aren't spending it anymore yeah but, but that, 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 it's like suicide it's not cost effective to make a record yeah that's but, why everyone does it in the garage again yeah. and it just with pro tools on the laptop it's you know the t- times have changed and the way that people make money through music and television and movie is just it's so different so here's a quick question so if you go online and you go oh, i'm on youtube and i'm just gonna youtube uh, ozzy osbourne music video right mm-hmm. who makes the money off that music video that's on youtube that has five hundred thousand, a million views we don't we does don't it go get- to the record company We'd get nada. You've got to remember that when MTV was around, they would get the videos for free. You'd pay nothing. Yeah. MTV, you... But, but, but the, they, if you got on heavy rotation, if you got on heavy rotation, and we played your uh, video all the time, you did sell a lot more records. You sold a lot more records, and that was their... That was their response to it. We can make a hit for you, and therefore you will get money, but not from us. Yeah, so because they, they had, up until recently, MTV had this unlimited music licensing. That's why in the old MTV shows, you would see amazing music being shown in their TV shows. And now you turn on MTV, and it's just, you know, tracks from some kind of, you know, music. And com- pregnant teenagers. That too. And elevator music. Yeah. Okay, subject change. I want to know if anyone's done anything funny or has an interesting story of the last week. Interesting. Mm. Uh. I have I have a really funny story. Come on then. So Jack came up to mine in Malibu this this weekend and we went to the Soho house on the beach and the kids wanted to go on the beach because Jack wanted some just Some maybe, time to breathe. Yeah, some time to breathe. <laughs> and I took them down to the beach and Andy had already taken all her clothes off and I was holding her. And unbeknownst to me, whatever, we finally get down there and Pearl's freezing after she gets out of the water. They get me soaking wet. And if anyone knows this, I hate sand and I hate the beach, but for them, I will do anything. And I'm there, we're playing. And then I try to wrap and uh, Pearl in my coat because she was cold. And she goes, Nanny Kelly, that stinks. And I was like, almost offended. Like, what do you mean I stink? And I smelt the jacket and I was like, oh my God, Jack, what is that? And Jack, what was it? The smell of an, a child that didn't bathe the night before rubbing its butt on you. Yeah. <laughs> what so was Kelly, it? You know when kids just get kind of ripe? Oh, but whose bum was it? It was Andy's. Oh, Lord. Yeah. It was like the most hardcore sweat. And I'm trying, I'm standing there in my like. Kids, she took a dump then, or? No, she was just stinky. She was just a stinky kid, and she'd been Ke- she was naked, and Kelly was holding her, and so oh, she had her on her hip, arm, and so and her arm, and her just yeah, so she just kind of smelled. It smushed on me, and it smushed, and I was just like trying not to gag because I didn't know what it's, to do, and it was just it was really like a hardcore smell. It's badus. That's what but, we, you call it. But like, welcome I was to the world of kids. Seriously, Cal, you're gonna have to. But then I'll go. If you're ever gonna have kids, you're gonna have to get used it'd to. It'd be different if it was my own kids' shit on me. Uh, you're their aunt. I would not care if your kid had shit on me. I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. I wouldn't. I would. Well, you, because you just don't do that. You just can't. Child poo freaks you out. Uh, any poop freaks me out. 
<laughs> Except his own. That free uh, my own shit freaks me out. <laughs> but no, it was I was just standing there going like. Ugh. Don't you remember when we took the ball, uh, ball to Rocky to England and he crapped on? Uh, what is it? I get shit on all the time, figuratively and literally. Mums, we were flying with mum's dogs to England, and I had them on my lap, and five minutes into it, um, he she called to me on the place. She went. Um, what are you doing? And I looked. It's crap all over. Oh, what? my God. You know what? I had to fly the whole way to England I feel less, covered in shit. I feel less sorry for you than I do for the other patrons of that flight. I'm sorry. Because here's the thing. That's your guys' fault. You decided collectively. No, 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 I had nothing to do with it. I was only there to help. Yeah, but you didn't have to go. You I were only to there home. to help. Why I did, wanted to go home. I wanted to go home. What, you sort of like... Poor orphanage I'm from Oliver, a refugee from a refugee and country. Please, sir, can I go home? <laughs> no, but honestly, and I couldn't believe it. And he also shit all over Melinda as well. And the best part of it was, is that <laughs> Fergie was on the plane. Fergie, the Duchess the, Fergie, not okay. like Fergie the singer. Fergus, Fergie the. Um, so this happened in first class. So people paid like ten thousand dollars to smell. Sharon and Ozzy's dog's shit. Yeah, but you guys should Sharon be Sharon and Ozzy because it shat all over poor Kelly and Melinda while they just sat there in their cashmere and diamonds like nothing had gone on laughing at us. <laughs> and look, they're silent. <laughs> Not saying a word. And funny you should mention Melinda because Melinda's here. Yeah. Hi, Melinda. Hi, it's lovely to be here with you all. Hi, Melinda. Hi, hi Melinda. Hi. hi, hi. Just think like Melinda, you can tell your kids one day... You know what? Working with the husband was such an experience. They even allowed their dogs to shit on me. I know. Do you know what? There was a point there where I just said to Sharon, get yourself a new assistant. I can't cope anymore. The shit, not only did it stink, I was covered <laughs> head to toe. I was wearing my favourite travel sweater and it was from my neck down to my waist. Just <laughs> diarrhoea. And I actually was like, I would have quit. These people. I, know, I, would have, I, I would have been like, oh, 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 for danger money. No, I have to say, Ozzy, that I was really worried about Rocky because I thought... Oh, fuck Rocky. No, but I thought he was going to drop dead. No, he was so sick. was bleeding. He was so sick and I thought, here we go, I, now we're going to have to get on the road. But you know, Rocky, I, the reason why I don't take Rocky on the road with me, he hates flying. Well, you could have given us the heads up on that before we took him no, on that but I, you, flight. Nobody asked me. Uh, what's it was a, actually, it was a surprise for you. That's right. Mm. It was I mean, on them smaller planes, he, he's even worse. Well, he that's freaks right. out. Dad wasn't there. That's why I was there. And... Honestly, but can you please it's a bad tell the memory. story about what happened when you saw Sarah? Wait, Ferguson? can we just can we just back up real quick? Rocky is Dad's Pomeranian, who's like his sidekick and has basically the same hair as Gene Simmons. No, he's got the hair like Daddy it's like Slash, and he's called Rocky the Rockstar. Rocky the Rockstar, and I didn't I come up with the name Rocky? Oh, bro, Jack! Just, say, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I come up with the name Rocky. Dad did it. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you guys. Um. All right, let's go back to Melinda. Okay, yes, Melinda, hi. Hi, Jack. How's it going? Great. Good. Um, Melinda, good. for people who uh, don't remember you... Everybody, <laughs> who can forget me? Everybody um, remembers Melinda. Um, who are you? Well... My name's Melinda Many, Raga. many years Melinda ago, Tor I was a very nice nanny to two lovely little kids. And look at them now, grown-ups. So Melinda was the nanny when we did the Osbournes. 
Um, and then later... She be- was my assistant. Became, became Kelly's assistant. And when then Kelly, mom stole her from me. When Kelly... Well, no, I think Melinda quit working for you. No, no she, she did not. <laughs> She's always been my favourite. How dare you. Ha, ha. <laughs> um, yeah, so Melinda has worked for the family since, uh, what was it, probably September of 2001. Do you know how you Two- can remember it? The mm. day the Twin Towers fell is the day I started, yeah. pretty much. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, because we were wow. all in New York, yeah. me, and, Mom and Dad. And Kelly called me and said, can you please go out to our house and look after my sister and my brother? We don't know when we're going to be home. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Belinda used to make us this vegetable You'll never soup forget. You'll was... never forget uh, 9-11. Hashtag never forget. No, never forget. And I remember Ozzy, he thought that I was the kid's friend for the longest time. And <laughs> Kelly said, Dad, you realise that Melinda works for us. And he said, well, why would I know that? Because nobody tells me anything. Oh. So it's, it's, still, it's still like that. To now. Okay, hold on. Do you really work for us? <laughs> I just hang around here. I like it. When are you going to get some new clothes? You wear the same thing every day with holes in. Oh, my underwear are completely ripped uh, right now. Can we just please discuss that this morning when you bent down? I literally have like a... a How a, did you not see? It's like I, a leg hole size. I know. It's, it's like you've got a third, like a tail. How do so you have a hole that big and you didn't even know? Because I'm like the worst. I don't, I hate shopping more than anything. I. You know why? I feel super insecure when I go into a shop and people are like, can I help you with something? I'm like, no, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. I need to leave. Okay, bye. And I just leave. I don't buy stuff. So I'm weird like that. I don't like the shopping experience for clothing. It's just annoying. But you want to know the greatest thing that's happened to me? What? So there's this sweet little website called Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. I just did this. Yes, yes, you did. I didn't know they had it for men. They do. So Stitch Fix is the answer for people like me who hate shopping. And these guys basically are your own personal stylists. And what I really like about it for girls is that it it gives you a chance to talk about like what parts of your body you don't like to show off or that you do like to show off and they will find stuff specifically to cater to like your body and your your kind of lifestyle whether you are mostly a casual or sporty or if you work more or if you're somebody that goes out more and it it really will tailor to you and I think it's also very exciting because you kind of don't know what you're going to get. I know. You go online, you sign up, you get a profile and they will custom make you your own box of clothes. But it like this cuts that whole like looking through a store all of that process out do they have the right size? If it doesn't work, you put it back in the box, you send it back, you don't get charged for it. Yeah. See, for me, I'm the most indecisive man on the planet. And this just takes that out. I'm like, hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Go get me stuff. And it's all up to you. And I like that. One thing I also like about it is that you can do the price points in there for what you can afford. Yes, this is true. It doesn't send you stuff that you can't afford. Yeah. Hurry to stitchfix.com slash Osborns to get started now. Keep all five items in your box and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash Osborns. Stitchfix.com slash Osborns. Um, Melinda, what is your job now? I work as an assistant to Sharon Osborne. <gasps> She's mom's bitch. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I would say the other way. Mom uh, is Melinda's bitch. I'm pretty pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you like your job? I do. Be honest. 
I love my job. <laughs> I, I, like I feel like it's an extension of my of me now. I just feel like I know it so well and I do it and it's, you know, I can kind well, of do it in my sleep, it's really. It's like you become a part of the family. I mean, I can't imagine life without you. Oh, you and and Melinda has a gorgeous husband and three gorgeous kids and it is our extended family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, like and my neighbour. Melinda's, oh, yes, Melinda's, we're neighbours now. Yeah, Melinda and I see each other often outside of work hours. Mm-hmm. It's um, so weird. I remember when you told me you were pregnant with Lucas, your oldest child. I can't remember. I can't remember when she had Lucas. Okay, so I was on tour in England and I made a joke. Melinda's like, I don't feel well. I don't feel well. And I went, maybe you're pregnant. I'm going to push you down the stairs and made a joke to like pretend to push you down the stairs. And then about three hours later, she came back crying and told me she was pregnant. But what about this coincidence? He was born on Sharon Osbourne's birthday, October the 9th. Is that right? Yes. Wow. You are a member of the family. I know. Um, So you're from Australia originally. Can't you tell? How did you end up in these United States of America? Well, believe it or not, I always say that I've never won anything in my life. But yesterday I was thinking about it and I was like, I have actually won something. I won a green card in the lottery, which is what a lot of Australians and New Zealanders do to be able to come to America. They enter the green card lottery and I won. Wow. And she got married in a green dress. In a green dress. With a green card. (laughs) For a green card. <laughs> now, question: When, because you, I know it, <clears throat> do you want to tell the story of how you came to work for the family? Well, to be quite honest, I was a lovely little lady from down under, and I didn't really—I'd heard of Ozzy Osbourne. My father was a Black Sabbath fan, but I didn't really know a lot about the family. But I had a boyfriend at the time who was working on the Oz Fest, and he said, "Oh my gosh, you'll love this Osbourne family. They're so nice. You have to meet <coughs> them." And then I met the kids on the road and just kind of we just kind of connected no, didn't we? No, it was because you had you were the only other girl and that wasn't a roadie and you had Heat Magazine and I would come on your tour bus and read Heat Magazine. And I just thought you were the sweetest little thing with just so much personality and just a total sweetheart. So you're she a, really was. So you're a terrible... Yeah, I'm you're a terrible <laughs> judge of character. No, and not at all. She was a darling. And go back and your boyfriend is now your husband. He is my husband. And Steve, Melinda's husband, was a tour manager and is a tour manager but now he, do, no, he does more... Who was it? It was Taproot, wasn't it? He was yes. tour managing then. Yeah. Yes. And then didn't he do System for got, a minute? Yeah, I think you that was You've got such a good memory, Kelly. Now, so, Mum, because I, I remember it as you became good friends with Kelly and really became buddy-buddy with you, and then I think... They both did. They and then, and then I, but I just... All I remember was Big Day was my <coughs> nanny, and then Big Day was not my nanny, and there was you. No, he quit. He ran, like, kicking and screaming. Yeah, he, he couldn't cope anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you said, oh, I'll do it. Fair no, dinkum. Because, no, no, do you know it what? was because September 11th happened. I was with mum and dad in New York. And mum's like, who can we get? Because we were meant to be flying back. But Sharon had already, I'd already spoken to Sharon before. Because when I was in Australia getting your green card, they send you back to your home country. And I checked my messages this back in the I... olden days. And there was a message saying, can you call my mum? Because she wants to talk about a job and I called up and Sharon was like oh do you want to drive my kids to school and I was like I yeah that would be wonderful (laughs) and so I I was already (coughs) sorry (laughs) 
<laughs> Someone just dying over there. But the main brief was actually driving Jack to school. This is true because. Oh, do you remember my favorite thing when getting he drove... him out of bed? Yeah, he no, was a my turd. favorite thing that when he, when you would drive Jack to school and Jack told you that you didn't have to stop at a stop sign. It's more just like a yield, and then you got pulled over. Actually, I have to say, both of you, even though I had my license, you guys actually really taught me to drive and drive around Los Angeles because I knew nothing. I was fresh off the boat, and you. I had to drive you to play dates, all of these kind of things, and play well, dates. not play dates, but friends' houses and events and certain things. And you did yes, really, quote that's unquote, how I learnt my play way. Play dates. Oh, and drive your friends home after school, and all of these other extra things. It was fun. It was fun. And now, do you and remember? And you got a, you got a, hold on a your second. First ticket. Can we just? Oh, I've got many tickets thanks to the Oz. Can we just put a pin in that for a second? That thought about tickets. You're basically mum's nanny now. Oh. Oh, oh! Do you know what? It's so funny because so hysterical. (laughs) She, I do look after. I like like to think, but I sometimes when we're traveling and we're with a group of people, I think, you know what? Everyone here's giving me the fucking shits. The only person that doesn't piss me off is Sharon. I never get annoyed. Never. She's easy. Ah, that's the. Listen, you should see us traveling. We got it down. We've got it down. We don't even talk to each other. No, we don't. What is what is your as mum's assistant? What does your day to day look like? Oh, oh hell! (laughs) Driving her, driving her to play dates. (laughs) (laughs) Driving her to play dates, picking up her friends after school. No, it's just mainly just you know emails, organising, liaising with the office, dealing with the various talk shows, X Factor, all of that, tour stuff, everything, personal Mm. stuff. And making sure that I respond to my emails yes. and text messages. That's a lost cause right there. <laughs> yeah, I've given yeah up on when that. you look on her phone, it's got like how many emails? 44,000 unread. Tell you, it, uh, right now I have 32,995 unread very emails. You should just delete that. 31 unread text messages because I don't give a fuck. Why don't you delete them and start Ooh. again? Yeah, seriously, just delete it and start over. No, because what if someone sues me and I need the No, you just, no, you mark them all as, you want me to mark them all as red right yeah, now? Yeah, go on. I'll do that after. It takes two seconds. It's like two clicks. Um, um, now, what, um, what are your friend like, did your, when you started working for us and you're fresh off the boat here, would you tell people that you worked for us? I think I did. I mean, I didn't really have that many friends. I ha- I had like probably two people that I knew from Australia and that was it. I didn't have like a network here. I had nothing. And this is like back in the olden days where there's no Facebook and any kind of social networking. So my kind of work friends became my fr- like. Do you this- remember right before you got your green card and we met you at the Morning View house where Incubus were doing the album? Yes, I do. And you had that winter scarf on that you, someone knitted for you? Or, Did and I? I just remember, my, why are you wearing that big woolly scarf? Poor me. And then Jack got in like a play fight with someone on the stairs that you had to break up. And I'm like, wow, she really does like us if she came after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I do remember meeting you there. But, I mean, I didn't have a network. I had friends that I I lived in a building in the valley and knew people. You know, I don't think anyone really reacted any certain way. It wasn't until the show and then it was, you know, obviously changed. That. What are your hours like? What did you just do? Hours? What are you talking about? Like now? Yeah. What are your hours? Like, do you are you a nine to fiver? Are you not really? There are, are you... no hours. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. But oh. I have a certain amount of autonomy. I feel like I I fit everything in just the way I should. Mm. Mom, do you rely on Melinda? More than rely. Couldn't I? Couldn't 
do what I do without Melinda. No, but she doesn't give herself enough well, what, credit. What are you going to do when Melinda goes back? I'm going back with Melinda. Well, <laughs> well, I think, I really I, guys, this is actually the purpose of this meeting. We're all sitting here. <laughs> we're all meant to sit here right now and tell uh, Melinda's planning on moving back to Australia. I talk about it. It's no big thing. I mean, one day I will. It's like what one day you mean, you'll... You mean you're not going? I, I mean, I had a, haven't got a ticket booked. I don't oh. think you should go. Okay. I, I, I don't want you to go. Okay. He doesn't want you to go. I don't, I don't want you to go either. Okay, Mom, then I'll what stay. Do you want? That does it. I'm staying. I want, Sha- I want Mom what to go. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I want. You're an arsehole. <laughs> so Melinda has three kids uh, and a husband and a house in Kyneton, Australia, which, which is, is... It's like the... It's like the Ojai of Australia. It's like a little country town that's really got nothing around it. It's, you know, two hours from the beach. It's an hour from the city. It's, it's a nothing nowhere land. And it's Mel- a lovely place to live. Yeah, it's a cute, it it's, it's a nice place to I've raise children. There, and, and Melinda came out here I've because... <laughs> Melinda, so I guess we should set this up. So Melinda was our nanny, Kelly's assistant, then mum's assistant, and then Melinda decided to move back to Australia... And then was in Australia for what seven years? Eight years. Eight years, and then every assistant that mum hired, hired kept quitting. She still worked for us. No, she still worked. They didn't yeah, quit. They didn't quit. I, I, I would come out. They had a their couple average times. three years before they had their nervous breakdowns. <laughs> That's no, quitting. But it's a, like, listen, you know what? Every <laughs> every high profile person has an assistant that lasts one year to two years, and then they're out. It's like a high yeah, turnover no lasts, kind of industry. It's hard, very rare that someone lasts as long as Melinda does. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I've had some breaks. In, I mean, I'm I'm always yeah, on maternity also leave. You run the, the accounts. You run, <laughs> oh, so much of it. I don't know what I do. So it's time for another maternity leave. I so say. Melinda came back here just because we couldn't find an assistant that would stick around for mum. Well, we had that one that lasted four days. Let's not exaggerate. There was the four Who days. Was that one? Oh, she was a beauty. Four days lasted. And how many days. emails did she get in four days? Wasn't it fifteen hundred? Yeah, it was fifteen hundred. Oh, I don't know. It was a... Yeah. Well. What you picked it, it from the get go. I can remember. Yeah. She had the shaved yeah. head. She was very overly chatty. Yeah. And you just, I mean, she was really lovely and it would have been a good fit, but it was just the wrong time. It was the wrong Melinda, time. Melinda, you're like the only one remember. that mum's had that doesn't end up with mental oh, problems. I've got fucking mental problems. Let's wrong, not. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Too many conversations. I kind of remember that four day one. No, what it, about, no, let's set the scene because first of all, she was it was I'd come out from Australia, I'd trained her all week. I felt like it was the Friday she went home, we worked and I went to bed. Oh, yeah. We had a curry, I had a bath, I got into bed and I thought I can go back to Australia feeling really good that Sharon's in good hands. This is wonderful. Next minute the phone rings and she's like, I just can't I can't handle it. And I said, you know, let let's see what that looks like for you. What can't you handle? She said, All of it. I just don't think I can do it. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay. What the? I mean, no. But when she was with us, she was oh no problem. Yeah, that's what she said. When we said this is very taxing, you've got a child. Do you think you can do yeah. this? And she's like, no problem. Oh, this is nothing to what I've done. I know. Mm. But then I said to John, I mean, she's obviously weak, and he went through her emails, and he said, well, she did get fifteen hundred emails in four days. I mean, you could <laughs> consider that a little bit overwhelming. How many? How many emails a day average does Mum get? Or emails oh, that you get to go over with mum. Probably mom. about 150 to 200. Wow. Yeah. I know, it's fucked up, isn't it? I didn't know you knew that many people. Can you, can, you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine how many backed up emails Kelly would have? <laughs> Why? 
it, uh, getting 150 to 200 emails a day. Can you imagine? It'd be I, like, no, I probably get about 75 a day anyway. No, that's junk mail, Kelly. No, not the junk <laughs> mail. I got rid of the junk mail. You did? Yeah. Uh, uh. 75. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you have to remember when it's the replies between agents and the replies between... Like, they'll go back and forth, and I'm not even supposed to respond to anything. It's just so that I have it on file. Melinda, so you were featured in The Osbournes. Yes. Quite a, quite a bit. A bit. Um, were you okay with that? Well, at the time, you have to remember, there was nothing else you could compare it against. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, it's going to be like the extras on the Kardashians. Nothing before had existed. So I didn't know. And when I first started, it was being talked about, and... I don't know, it just kind of happened that the the film crew were there and we didn't know how it was going to go. So I didn't even think about it and didn't even think that it would end up the way it None was. None of us did. Yeah, so it, was, it wasn't like I was conscious of like acting a certain way. It just was there. Just, mm. you know, it didn't really worry me, really. She was the pride of Australia. Oh, I was. For a hot second, I was everyone on the front page of the newspaper. You were? No, I... Uh, yeah, yeah, she was. Just once. <laughs> just once. <laughs> not, not the full page. It was like a little insert. Wasn't Aww. it? I, I, that's your mate that wrote that, isn't it? The Herald Sun. Yeah, from the Herald Sun. Yeah. He's mm. lovely. Yes, but yeah, I mean, it was just a, it was a different time. I didn't really think, give it too much thought, really. Mm. Mm. What was the toughest part of being a nanny to the kids? You. Yay. No, not at all. I felt like I, I didn't really, I didn't feel, if I reflect back, I don't think I had a lot to do with you and Ozzy at that time. It was more being focused on the kids. No, and, no but I, I think he was said, probably getting Jack up for school. No, she, mum asked what was the toughest part about being <laughs> well, our just, nanny. Oh, yeah. Not their nanny. <laughs> no, but I, I just am trying to think about like what was tough about it. I don't really remember. I think that youth was on my side, like being so naive you know, otherwise, if I had of if I'd walked into a house now and there were two teenage kids and they were as naughty as you two, I would be like, seriously, I'm out. But Jack, I just didn't really think. I don't know. Do you remember the soup that Melinda used to make us? That was like the most disgusting thing. Ever? I can't cook. I, re- <laughs> I remember you were the first person I ever saw make homemade miso soup, and I thought that was really weird. I was trying to be like domestic. Domestic. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. No, but uh, but you didn't find any part of your job difficult. Well, I think I, I honestly I can't remember like my, I mean I think probably getting you up for like I don't know I don't know I've always been that person that kind of looks so on the bright side. You're so full of shit. You're I telling agree. me I agree. at no fucking point you were like oh for fuck's sake this job. Holly perfect over there. Seriously, I, like you were no I'm Mary just... Poppins, Melinda. You were crying all the time. Probably I can't remember. I've had three children since then, so nothing's as hard as that. So it's I, true. I, isn't it? Isn't it weird though? Luke, Lucas is nearly the age I was when you started working for us. I know he's a big nerd, by the way. Oh no, he's not. He's, he's lovely. He's lovely, but in comparison to Jack, and he, no, no, Jack he, had this yeah, whole no, life. No, he's, he's just, he's just a cool guy. I do remember once Jack not coming home and like getting up at one o'clock in the morning and just thinking, you know what, I have to go look for him. And I'd driven down Sunset Boulevard and I think it was Halloween. It was out the front of the Roxy and the Rainbow there. And there was somebody like laid in the middle of the road with the ambulance and the police. And I just had that minute where I was like, oh, my God, that's him. He's in the middle of Sunset Boulevard. This is too much for me. Hmm. Because I'm going to have to. Where did you go? I'd rather not say. I would love for you to know. We actually have a clip 
we we've pulled up clips from the Osborns. So you guys can actually go and see these clips right now that we're talking about if you go to Vimeo and look up Melinda Osborne clips featuring Melinda Varga. I never want to see them as long as I live. <laughs> so here's here's uh, here's one about just that story randomly. Oh. Here are your socks, Jack. Oh my god. Let's go. Why do you have that? Why? Oh, your chair wasn't ready. That's why you have that plastic yet. chair. Come on, put your sockies on, mate. And I'll give you an OJ and some toast in the car. When you say nanny to Melinda, she actually thinks, wipe my ass, put me to bed. Oh, Lola. Bring me cocoa in the morning. Look at me. I'm 16 in six days. Look at him. <laughs> I'm 16 in six days. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Please, we have to go. How old are you there, Jack? 15. 15. Oh, look at Puss. It's kind of pissing me off. That sofa was awesome. It was. It's in the garage. Yeah, upstairs. It's in the garage, Jack. No, we threw that one out. That was not the leather one. Oh. Good on you. Grant me that Australian pig Latin on me. Don't use that Australian pig Latin on me. Go. Shut up! I was so nervous. I was such a dick. You can get my Christmas present. I was so enough to but we couldn't have stayed there. Oh, I lost that scarf. Where is that? I have that Easy. scarf still if you want it. Yes, please. The school run. This is so funny. Uh, Am I listening to Blur? This really was the early 2000s. And... Is that my school? No, it's yeah. really. It's got a very busy lifestyle. This is a funny montage of me partying. Oh, God. Oh, lovely pumps. Yeah, I was I mean, the man when I was 15. I was quite motherly, wasn't you I? You were. You were I very patient. Only... I would have beat the shit out of me if that I was my kid. I wouldn't be that patient now. I think I'd like... Get up! Flip a gore. <laughs> oh, no, you're fuck, you dropped the hammer with Lucas. But look at me carrying your bag around. Do you think that you're your... so strict? Because like, I, I call you out on this all the time, how strict you are with your kids. You're always yelling at them. No. Do you think that you, you are? You're always yelling at your kids, and your kids are the most delightful, well-mounted, perfect kids Well, that's kids because ever. I fucking yelled at them. But, right. <laughs> but, it works. Do you think you yell at them that much because of the way Jack was so terrible to deal with? You didn't want them to be like us? Maybe you guys are so lovely, and I honestly, I'm being sincere now. You have grown up to be (laughs) (laughs) such nice people. (laughs) Mom, is that weird for you to see, like me being a little shit to Melinda? No, because you're a little shit to your mom. I remember it. I remember it. I just wouldn't. You were so little. I mean, so see, his the only thing is weird that then we thought we were so old and we knew so much, and now I'm like, I don't know anything. I'm 16 in six days. I've been I've been sober nearly as long as how old I was then. Then, yeah. Like that's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. How long have you been sober? Uh, it'll be 15 years in April. Fuck. Oh my hell. god. But the um. <laughs> wow. I just you know the funny thing is like, and I know everyone says this. I swear, if my fucking kids ever acted like that. Oh, I know. I would fucking lose my shit. Yes, where were you two? Where yeah. were you? We're terrible parents. <laughs> terrible <over>. parents. <laughs> well, I was probably passed out in the other room with a bong. Uh, it's, 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 this is true. So, Melinda, what was happening in that clip? Probably the school run. You would be sleeping in. I'd be there from like six or seven in the morning getting you up. You know, I think, that, I think I'm my, offering you a hot chocolate. I think that was no, the thing. No, it was an yeah. OJ and some No, toast. no, no. I, I, was, I was in a hot chocolate phase then. That was, yeah. a, that was a nice big mug of hot chocolate. Nothing like warm, 
milk. Just milk in the morning to get you That's going. so disgusting. I, I think I think my favorite line in that whole clip was, don't use that Australian pig Latin with me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's but we used terrible. to drive quite far from Beverly Hills to Santa Monica to school. It's a good, no, like, probably like... 45 minutes. And those are some mean streets. They are some mean Ooh. streets for traffic. You, you get a cap popped in your ass. Yeah, you were late most days. Yeah. And then... On the reverse, I'd go and pick him up from school, and I'd be the asshole having to fucking loop the um the the carpool line, the carpool line all the time because he'd be taking his sweet time. Yeah, I was. And fucking... one day Kelly came with, and I remember she was like, "Does he take this long normally?" This podcast is brought to you by Audible. All right, what books are you listening to right now? Did you watch John Oliver? What he's done with the book about the vice president and the rabbit and he's yes. done his Marlon Bundo. I, yeah, yeah, I, I did see that. I, the well, Audible I'm... book is amazing. The cast is incredible. I think it's so smart. It's just, it's brilliant. I want to, I want to listen to it so bad. Mom, you have to. It's brilliant. I'm going to. Well, I'm excited because I just finished listening to Armada, which is written by the same guy that did Ready Player One. Oh, they gonna make a movie yes. out of it they just announced it like yes. this week but will wheaton is the guy who uh narrates the armada book on audible yeah and he does a, an amazing job so yeah it's good make sure you check it out but here's some interesting things you should probably know about audible so audible is a leading provider for premier digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet it's great because membership includes one free audiobook a month exclusive sales and 30% off all regular priced audiobooks and you know that audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks original audio shows news magazines i never knew that mm. and newspapers it's good great about the magazines yeah, and, and do you want do you want to know something interesting about that when so when the ipad and these tablets came out everyone was like oh okay people will probably read books on them but there's no way people will ever read magazines on tablets. And it's actually destroying the, you know, traditional, like... Oh, sure, because there's nothing better when you travel. You don't have to stop and get weighed down with all the magazines. Yeah, exactly. Do you know how much Dad's bag weighs because of all the magazines yeah, he has in there? It's a nightmare. You can start your 30-day free trial, and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash Osbournes or text Osbournes to 500 500 that's audible.com slash osbornes or text osbornes to 500 500 you can do it with audiobooks the clips we're gonna watch uh relate to the story you just told melinda of me disappearing that halloween night Boy. um so here's his later oh my God, on chrome hearts chrome heart hoodie that was a really comfy hoodie and yeah, very warm how little you are. Jack got home at 20 past yes, four, so vomiting with fear. 20 past four? I was worried sick, Ozzy, that he was f***ing dead in the middle of Sunset Boulevard. What? Usually <laughs> we do like very well and he's very good and respectful, but it's just that he's got caught doing something wrong and he's pissed off at me because I told Sharon. Okay, I'm angry. You must tell me because he's going to like that. You're like about to cry, Melinda. I probably was. The person's parents are not in town and it's up to your discretion. It's your responsibility. <laughs> it's your responsibility, okay, Melinda. Bye. Look at my hair. I'm stressed out. Just not getting on, Melinda, too well. F*** you, Melinda. No, oh my no, god, Jack! Stupid, it's childish. I need to be back here by 9.30, Beth. 
Wow. What a good shit. Job. I, I know. don't remember you like that. Lucky am, you've redeemed yourself and you're absolutely lovely now. I am so now. sorry. I know, you should be. <laughs> I All need right. therapy. And then what else we got? Oh, another call to mum and My dad. My favourite way that bit was when you went, it's just so childish. And you got really English about it. I'm like, you are a child saying something's childish. I know. This is hilarious. Did you say to Melinda it was childish calling us? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then did you notice no, I Febreze at her? It's called covering his ass. I Febreze at Melinda. So here's where Dad calls and attempts to manage the situation. I'm using air quotes. Oh, here we go. Hi, dude. Hey. Why don't you just do the f***ing right thing, son? It's a man that can apologize to win the con. That's good advice. I can't apologize for the straight face. The darling was your She spent it lost the night sleep, worrying her f***ing self to death whether you were going to come out and be mugged, stabbed, shot, or f***ing arrested. You just swallow your pride and say, I'm sorry, it's no, it's no big f***ing deal. She's not going to get on the roof of the highlands like loud highland go, Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Osborne has just apologized. Well, I don't know how to like her. I'm really sorry for emotionally hurting you, verbally abusing you. I can't all that mushy like, wow, I was a prick. Mm. I'm in shock. King Magdalena. That's the dog that my mom and dad used to have. No, all kinds of fun and no, 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 no work. You've got to do a certain amount of work. He's pissed off because he thinks that she's told me about his dog. So is everyone else. I mean, we've known about your dog situation for a lot, long time, you know. Don't you think I know what it means when you order a pizza at 12 o'clock at night? <laughs> you are a mom, you just look, you look incredibly wide-eyed over there, mom. What do you mean? <laughs> You're just like watching it, and I feel like just despair. Oh. Do you know no, that's I the first know. time I've ever just watched more than three minutes seconds of that? Really? I never, I couldn't watch it. No, well, we and have, you know what we have else? more. You know what else? I don't like watching those episodes because mom's still really sick with cancer. No, no, this is pre-cancer. No, really? This yeah. is pre-cancer. Uh, to me, you don't look well. Well, it's because you're It's crazy cancer. how before, like, you don't, like, now when I'm used to seeing you healthy, like, I think you your skin looks grey and you can... I thought you looked great, Mum. Getting compliments oh, thanks, today. <laughs> you're getting some nice compliments today. With you, Kelly. <laughs> but no, it's just like, to me, it's like it has an effect on me because I'm like, oh, Mum wasn't good let's see then. let's see the next clip you're an angry young dude jack. i do very angry jack it, but it's nice to know that you you cared about me most i, I, I feel like did. nanny i feel like millennial nannies now because technically like if i would have a 24 year old nanny now for my kids oh, they, they would be like shit. oh i don't know like uh, just i need to go home pay me all right oh here's a little here's a little jack intervention epi- oh. clip was i here no this is me getting yelled at oh good who was i with who's that Let's see. You've done that. Oh, this is my parents' attempt at like a half-assed intervention. I'm referring to you, Jenna. I will not have dope smoked in my house or drugs of any time in my f***ing house. I remember Quit this f***ing smoking this because it ain't going to lead to anywhere but bad places. Look at me. (laughs) Everyone thinks I have a problem. Look. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't drink because I, ha- I, like, crave it. I don't smoke pot because I crave it. I do it because I choose to do it. Yes. <laughs> nice <laughs> nice <laughs> one, taking spot. But I wasn't addicted yet. But as time goes on, I became 
very addicted. It's all, when I, when I, you know, you, this is so I just remember being so high on pills so when you were having this conversation with me, like, I wonder not, if they know. It's like 90% of the population has a tattoo. I mean, so you've got to have one. Yes. What a good dad. <laughs> poke themselves in the eye every Wednesday. Would you f***ing mind doing it? No. Probably. But you think I have a problem. You did admit to smoking it every single day to help you go to sleep. Look, oh, what the fuck Kelly, is that? Kelly, him in the suit. Oh, oh shine your flashlight on you, sir. Fuck you. Right, then, f*** off. I have to go. Right, then, fuck off. I have to go. I had to go somewhere. I had to go somewhere, guys. What? I was busy. I had places to go. How nice was that house and that uh, room? That was great. Lovely, that house was. It was fucking special. But, I will but say there that. again, when we first bought it, I thought, she's gone fucking crazy. It's nothing like it ended up. Mm. I remember no. Friday nights, that fucking game you bought from, that ice fucking yeah. hockey, whatever it was. And I'd be lying about it, people screaming and laughing, look at her, shoo, shoo. And oh, I said, air hockey table. I said, why the fuck did you buy that? I mean, she goes, this is what it's like being a parent for teenagers. That's what I got. This is true. This is true. Now, how does that make you guys feel as parents watching that? Anything? Or are you just like, oh, whatever? No, what could we do? You're a, you were a big bloody kid, and what we're going to do, sit on you. Um, I don't know whether people would agree with that, Mum. What yeah, was but, a kid yeah. going to do? Take your computer away? Yes. Take your phone away? Yes. Maybe. No, but there's <laughs> good things to come you out. You could have sent me to military school. That would have been awesome. Oh, yeah, because you would have, like... Oh, Jack, you would have thrived that, yeah. in that. <laughs> I don't, at the time, you wouldn't have been enthusiastic about going to me. You developed that, that military vibe as your life went on. To be quite honest, they are just grabbing snippets there because you weren't always like that and you were like a, quite a mellow, lovely boy. Oh, I remember you saying. The you, you and the only thing I remember you saying, Jack, was, I'm tired. When it got, all got too much, you'd go, I'm tired, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and lay with me, hug me. Actually, let's let's pull up a clip of um no. a fight with Kelly. Go to the go to the pool party oh, fight with right? Kelly. <laughs> Which fight? Who's that making up? <laughs> nice pajamas, Melinda. I know, I've still got them. Sarah bought me those. All oh, remember that car. I Kelly. know. That was the best. Was that Sean? I don't know who that was. Look at me, I'm so pissed off. Oh my god, look who that is! Tupper. It's, no, it's um. Orby. Is that Orby? Yeah, yes, that is it's Orby. Orby. It's Alex Orbison. Look at me. Oh my god. Uh, Lola. I should love that day. Pissed at night. <laughs> Melinda just looking on. <laughs> you guys gotta be quiet, bro. Jack, you have Big Dave and Melinda after you. Oh, here we go. I'm not even on the shed. I would like to get a good night's sleep. I would like to be able to have an interview that's only faking because I'm so Is that chicken? Because I can never yeah. sleep in this house. Kelly had worked all day that day in her defense. I had. I remember I've been like, it was like a 16 hour day and I was trying to sleep. Shut the up. Do these children not understand? <laughs> Yes, in people's homes. How the hell did you survive that, Melinda? Same way you did. Talk about, no, talk about abuse. 
Why is Kelly so mad? Everyone's like, why is Kelly so mad? I really don't care what you say because I really can't hear you. What? You're a little shit. She's instigating a scene. We're just No, Chats, look. I know, Tatless. Oh, here we go. This is when I get accosted. I get beaten. 24 hour coffee. Where's that girl? That was Nicole. And most of the kids who come here want to come to Rocky's house, not hang out with him. Whatever, that was cool. You're biting your nails in fear right now, Kelly. I haven't watched this. It's every night, Jack. You have the off of Malibu at our house every day. Yeah, because it was fun. Look at that sweet robe. Look at this. Oh. Oh my god. It's off, it's on, it's off. That was assault. Melinda's trying to break up the fight. What are you getting out of that, Kelly? Are you getting anything out of that? What are you getting out of that, Kelly? Come on, come on. I'll call you tomorrow. Is that a real? You're a idiot. You're a idiot. Wow, that got heated. Oh my God! You were violent, ever. Kelly. I know, but deservedly so. I what? have to say. Then what, are you talking about? what are you talking about? She was screaming at me, and no. I was like, "I don't care." So she hit me. You were out of order. You I mean, know what? Was really you pushing it, yeah. antagonizing yeah. her? Really sorry, Jack. pushing it <laughs> like awful. <laughs> what? And I think, by the way, you were saying "hit me." Come on, hit me. It's also asking for it too. I. I mean, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Yes. Apparently. Oh Come on, hit me. Have, you, oh, have, you, guys ever, have you guys ever seen that? Yes. Oh, I've never seen it before. How, how does that make you feel? I'm watching it makes me feel really weird. I will say this. I actually feel really sad about the fact that I hit you because that was a really good, like, Oh, you smack. You got me a bunch. You got me a bunch of times. You, I mean, <laughs> you rung my bell. Like, my head was, like, throbbing that night. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Melinda? Did you feel like you failed as a nanny? No, I don't say that, Jamie. Melinda no, no, always really I cared like, about us. I Come feel on. like I need help right there. I'm like, get me a parent. I will say that. Yes. You... Where were you? Where were my they parents? Were away. No, Where no, were my but, parents? Look, and all jokes I, aside, I should have called I think the police. Melinda is a huge part of why we are the way we are today, and that we are not complete little adult shits. Like I don't we were. agree. You guys I do. had you. You guys honestly were really. You guys were sweethearts before <laughs> I got there. <laughs> and turns before I got there, might I add. <laughs> but that's uh, nice of you to say. I think that fight was way better than anything that's on Bad Girls Club or anything like that. I should have called the cops. You should have. You should have done. That was a yeah. fun party, though. Oh, fuck. Look how young Orby was in that. I know. Nuts. Look how young everyone is. Oh, my God. That's just nuts. Uh, okay, people at home, these clips were found on Vimeo.com under the handle Melinda Osborne's Clips. Check them out. Have a laugh with us. Isn't it crazy how much time goes by and how everyone changes well, I, so you know much? What's, I always used to say, like, the best thing about doing the show back then was we're going to have a great, like, home video collection of, like, really well-edited home well, videos. Well, we can show your kids. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm that's... never showing my kids that. No way. I'd show... I'd well, show, show I'd us show... your kids. What? Aww. Aww. That's a hint yeah. for Kelly to have kids. You'd be so good, Kel. You know, Kelly's Kelly we would must never be the only parents who go, well, one-eyed girls get babies. Yeah, Kelly, are you going to ever have kids? 
Oh, I wouldn't have kids. I just don't know if I want a husband. Why don't you get to go to a sperm donor? Oh, God. I'd at least like to see where it's coming yeah, from. Yeah, but you oh. have like a, But you like... Well, not like, a, an, like a, a, a piece of paper that says this person went to well, this college and... Well, technically, Kelly, when you make a baby, you still still don't really see where it comes from. Food. <laughs> oh no, da- Jack. That's come disgusting. On. It's so disgusting. I, I'm like, this is borderline abuse. You know, Jack. When you talk about it and them fringes, women go, "Oh, it's disgusting." And what, what, what do we do with it? And wanking a sock. Wanking a sock. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. like Big Mouth. Who? <laughs> That cartoon I showed you. Oh my god, it's the best Isn't thing ever. It? I was like, watching it all it's last night. It's so funny. There's this cartoon on Netflix called Big Mouth, and it's like the funniest thing ever. Anyhow. It sounds disgusting. Uh, Mum, do you. Can I go pee? No. Yeah, go. I really need a wee. Go, go pee. On. You might, you we'll might continue be. the conversation without you. Oh, great. Have a thrilling time. Mum, do you what? I don't know. Do you like watching the old episodes of the Osbournes? No! <gasps> I, I've never really... We never no, sat down. I, I, I mean, I never do. So yeah. it's like when I see it, it's like nice to see it. But it's yeah. like I, it's not like I'll plan to do, watch it ever. I don't. It, it's funny because watching the old... Uh, when I've seen all that, it actually reminds me of how much fun we had. It was a lot of fun. Like back then, that time period between... Yeah, it was, it was a, a, a major experience as well. We went... Like, I, mean, I remember going down to uh, the flats one Sunday afternoon... There was a, was a, a market thing there on, on, in Beverly Hills. I'm like an idiot. I'm, this kid comes up to me and goes, can I have a photograph? And I'm going, I'm going why would you want a photograph of And I suddenly really connected. It took me about five minutes to connect why she wanted a photograph. I just thought it was like a lying t- TV show, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And then everybody wanted photographs. And I, 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 was, I was kind of somewhat oblivious to how popular he suddenly became. But then, he's not been in the Iowa storm. Melinda, did you feel after the Osbournes... Because you were... After season one, you were still our nanny, because that, that's season two, where the fight was. Mm-hmm. How many seasons did we do? Three, four? We did three and a half, wow. technically. Um, but did you feel like the the your job changed when all of a sudden Kelly and I were known? Well, absolutely, because remember that Kelly got a career really, really quickly. She mm. recorded the single, which I was there when she did the first one with the guys from Incubus, and then it kind of went zero to ten. We were on a plane. We were moving to New York for Kelly to record. And then Mum got sick. Yeah, we, we spent so much time doing promotion for the show. It just kind of naturally evolved. Mm. So it did change, definitely. Mum, did you ever, were you, how much communication did you have with Melinda as far as like, it's okay for them to do that, it's not okay for them to do that, or they do this, do that, or were you just no, kind of like... we talk all the time, of course. Well, no, as nanny, not as like an assistant, I'm saying... No, I... no, no, of course. Yeah. You think I never spoke to Melinda, like days would go past, and then I'd no, think, no, oh, I'm, I'll I'm, check I'm, in. No, I'm not talking about checking in, I'm talking about like as far as... Because I know what, you know, having a nanny for my kids, there's a lot of communication of like, hey, you know, we're going to try doing this with sure, the kids and that. And So what, what would that consist of? Well, I mean, we would talk over things, and as you can see, you can only do so much when you've got teenagers because you cannot control you. You can't. You can't control teenagers. It's unbelievable. They end up bigger than you, louder than you, and, you know, what are you going to do? You guys would fuck off out the gate and call a friend to pick you up, and it's like you did what you wanted to do. 
Fair enough. And that was it. You didn't, you didn't know, I suppose you got the result that you expected. You know, when, when they did what they wanted to do, and, you know, and if it was like, you, you could virtually predict what the end result could be. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it was like, it's like, you know, you'll, you'll soon be there, Jack. You know, you'll see what it's like with teenagers. I will have three elegant ladies no who are fine. <laughs> Jack, I, I really, really am sincere. I really hope you, you, you do. They will drink high tea and with their pinkies up yes, and curtsy yes. and they were their ladies, you know. And I can just imagine Andy. She'll throw the fucking cup at the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's going to be just like me. No, Whoa, she not she... just like you, I Mom, hope. I, yeah, I hope she doesn't <laughs> have to go through hope, some of the things I've gone through. I would but... say, I hope like 40% like you. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? These <laughs> no, guys... Jack, she is so much like me. You have to admit, it's I, she weird. Is, she is very similar to you. She is fucking crazy. I know. I love her. <laughs> no, but honestly, Melinda, we've talked about all like, the crazy stuff, but what is like your fondest memories of everything? Getting on the plane and going back. No, but we used to do fun things. There was promotion. We'd go on trips. You know, we we spent probably a week out of every month in New York doing certain things and then that go, was fun. going back to England and, you know, I have really fond memories of Kelly doing promotion in England and things like that. Just it's all honestly a bit of a blur. It's just has gone by so quickly, but we did always have a really great time. Do you have one memory that like stands out the most? Like if in that time period when you were nannying us, I remember going to Cancun. Oh my gosh! Do you remember how much fun yeah. we had? Remember the Wait, first where's night Cancun? in Mexico. Mexico, and the first night I got sick and I was like, I we were doing MTV Spring Break. Oh, and Melinda came out with me and Jack, and it was before the it was Osborne's before had anything, yeah. and we were with. Um, XL. XL and oh, I love XL. And um, who's XL? XL was our nanny slash security guard. That you remember, he got it was in a car accident and passed away, and he had the eye patch. I yeah, can't remember. He was amazing. Um, and that's where we met Jude, who still does mum's makeup today. Mm-hmm. And Mandy Moore. You know, Mandy I, I we know. Had so much fun. It was it was a fun and different time. We I remember get her on the show. Yeah, we yeah. I remember you guys fighting on the aeroplane from Cancun back to New York <laughs> and Jack was coming up. Melinda, Kelly's talking to everybody and it's embarrassing. Because I think Kelly was high. Go and sit down. I was down, not please. high. I swear to you I was no, not high. No, she was How dare you? And then she'd come up and say, Jack's being really mean. I'd be like, come on, sit down, settle down. There was turbulence the whole way. I was covered in toilet water from the airport. because the t- <laughs> I flushed the toilet and it literally chased me out of the cubicle, the water. I was like, I seriously, this couldn't get worse. You came screaming out and you had one of those toilet seat covers stuck to your flip-flop. It was so good. <laughs> Honestly, could only Not happen to me. the paper. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was covered in water. We had no clothes. I was a rookie traveller back yeah, then. That now would... that would never happen. No. Never. You just get covered in the dog shit. Yeah, the dog shit. And then have to meet royalty at the airport. <laughs> huh? Oh. Well, when I got off the plane, covered in dog shit. I hope glorious. Were you stinking? Did Fergie speak to you? You've never smelt anything but quite. She, she, she must have smelt it. She said, hello, are you Sharon's person? And I said, it's lovely to meet you, but I had... 
shit all down the front of me <laughs> and I was trying to cover it up with my passport, which is tiny, just holding it in front of me like like that would Melinda, cover the shit. Melinda had the body language of somebody that was in a straight jacket and she didn't have a straight jacket on. No. <laughs> it was unbelievable. But then when we got off the plane and into the car that took us to the um, terminal, terminal, we were going... Melinda's like, he's not going to shit again. Is he? I said, no, there's nothing left. The car had white leather inside. No, and he no. shit in the white oh leather. Oh, my God. I bet you were laughing your eyes. No, we weren't was, at no, that point. I we was weren't. dying. Oh, you that, were laughing, Mum. That, that, you of, were laughing. That, that's the kind of stress that, like, causes my MS to flare up. Like, no, that, it's like... That, that's the stress that put me in a wheelchair. Like, I just I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't fucking handle that. No, I would Jack, lose my and mind. and you know, usually... I have my wipes with me, yeah. right? I'd run out. Oh, my God. And so all me his and shit was in the stitching in of the leather no. of the no, car. Jack, I had to take my sweatshirt <laughs> off oh. and stand there in a Spanx singlet top underneath oh, while Mum used story. my sweatshirt and T-shirt to clean up the shit. And I I'm hate, just standing there dying. I hate this story so much. Not as this, much as me. Yeah, but and guess what? Guess me. who was sat next to me? Don Johnson, and he thinks that I smell of shit because he he was looking at me. Oh my god, this is like the worst. And you're a stank of shit. And she's saying, "Go on, put the blanket in the bin. Put it in the bin." And here's me in the bathroom of the air, aircraft, trying oh to like listening to god. Sharon, trying to stuff a fucking blanket into the tiny trash can. I was like, seriously, are- it was one of our <laughs> finest hours. You are all. <laughs> Going to hell. I know. Excuse I me, not all. Poor believe- Don Johnson. He had. He was perspiring. I smelt so much. Yeah, I bet. Did <laughs> you apologise? Did you go? I'm sorry, my the, the no, dog. No, the do- he I never said a word. The dog that I unnecessarily have decided to bring to England with no, me. No, but that's a, that's an old excuse. My dog just shows me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It was just I hope worse. I hope Don Johnson writes a tell-all book <laughs> and te- includes the story of the time he sat next to Shaq. Sh- Shaq Shatty Osborne. <laughs> Shatty Osborne. From, uh, from LA to London for oh, 14 hours fuck. of shit. Oh. Melinda, get off your phone. I was just looking. Oh my I'm a working God. woman. Mm, it sounds like a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember when Jack cut his foot? He stood on something the in the coat bed. hanger. On a coat hanger. <laughs> St- I was asleep in Sharon and Ozzy's bed walls, with Kelly. Blood on the floor, blood everywhere. That's what he was And he comes saying. in, he's like, Melinda, Melinda, <laughs> I've cut my foot. And I, you know, get up out of bed. I'm like, where, just, what's happened? And she started to laugh at him and he went fucking nuts. And he's like, there's blood, Melinda, there's blood everywhere. It's on the floor. It's on the walls. It's everywhere. <laughs> and of course, but he's, blood, so, he's so dramatic. You can't help but laugh. And he had a bit of a psycho attack. Because, but in because retrospect, I was in a lot of pain stoned. and you're laughing at my pain. Stoned. I probably was. No, he was stoned. He got so high that he stepped on the, the, the a wire coat hanger that stabbed him in his heel. And it did look painful. I will give you that. There was a yeah. lot of blood. But it was the way he went, <laughs> but I there's blood on the floor, blood on the walls, there's blood everywhere. I was, I was bleeding, what? <laughs> me and Melinda couldn't stop laughing at you and you went fucking nuts. What, like you'd cut an artery or well, something? Well, literally. <laughs> and it did look like you'd cut an artery. There was a lot of blood, but seriously, keep the dramatics to a lower <laughs> level in future. <laughs> that was so funny. Cause I love I'm... my lesson. Whenever I get hurt now, I don't tell anyone. Well, I just like... And... Because mum and dad, off. where were mum and dad were somewhere? But me and Melinda and mum and dad's oh, bed watching. Oh, they were never around. Shut up. Yes. We're watching a movie, and then we were like, oh, because it was just after that big fight. It was that same trip that mum and dad were away. Probably because Jack was actually behaving himself because he got a raw bollocking, and 
then we were in like we're like oh finally getting some sleep watching tv because we had to be up really early again the next day and then when jack came in screaming and you laughed at him it just like (laughs) (laughs) um all right melinda do you have anything that you would like to say about us and how awesome we are Jack, after watching those Jeez. videos, wait, we hold on, not hold awesome. on. I, I probably, uh, in wrapping this up, do you I'm, want to apologize? Yes, I probably. <laughs> I'm listen. sorry. I'm sorry that I was like that as a teenager, and that you had to endure the mental and emotional anguish. I've been waiting 17 years for that apology, but I have to say <laughs> that most kids probably do this shit, and my no, kids they don't. No, my kids aren't there yet, and I just don't know about it, and didn't know about it because I grew up. It was on good a training, farm. though. You've got to say it must have been good training. So you know, you know sure. the vital signs to look out for. Yes. Yeah. The smell of marijuana from the bedroom. That's right. I think we should all say thank you and good night. I love you, Melinda. I love you, honestly, Melinda. Oh, you, thank you, you for everything you've done for us, Melinda. We love you. In a serious note, if you weren't a part of this family, I don't think we ever could have made it, and I have more love for you than anyone in the world. That's sweet. I think you would have been just fine. But no, it's I nice. would not. You would have. <laughs> Melinda, you're, you're already fine. You're our ride or die bitch. Mm-hmm. Thanks. It's nice to be a part of this family. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you anything you want to say, Mum? To your to your. We are all. My name's Ozzy. It's good night. Mum, do you want to say anything to your trusted employee? Melinda knows what I think of it. She knows that I would die if she ever went anywhere. Oh. No pressure. No pressure. All right, till we speak to you again. Good night and good luck. Mm.